0: Hello, everybody. It's Ryan Hoover. So this is normally the part where I'd say, "This is Ryan, your host of Product Hunt Radio," where I'm joined by the founders, investors, and makers of the shaping the future of tech. That's normally the script, but this podcast is a little bit different. This is actually a community podcast. This means that the Product Hunt community is the guest this time around. So I actually went on the internet, jumped onto Periscope, and I asked, "What's on your home screen? What apps do you use? What apps do you love?" How do they help you in your life? How have they changed your life, perhaps? And a lot of you called in. We had people from around the world call in and share some of the apps that they love and and a few of them that I've never heard of. So this is actually an experiment. This is the first podcast that we're publishing in this way. Hopefully you like it. This is all inspired by a project that we're actually working on at Product Hunt. I'm not going to share details about what it is, but some of you might be in the beta. Some of you may have heard about it kind of trickle out on twitter you'll soon learn more about what we're working on and hopefully people like this kind of podcast i hope to do more of these with the community around you know what's in your fridge what's in your bag what's in your home not just software not just apps in your home screen but really what are all the products in your life that you use and you love so let me know what you think just tweet at me rr hoover let me know what you think about this format of podcast and uh if it's terrible you know we can try something else You know what? We we've been doing the Product Radio podcast for a while. Abba's been doing an awesome job. I've been jumping in here and there. Again, the prompt is: What's on your home screen? What apps do you love that more people should know about? And I'm gonna do Collins.
1: Hey, Aaron. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm doing great, man. And you? How's LA, dude?
0: It's it's pretty nice. I'm in the sun right now, just uh, basking in the sun like
1: a cat. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm actually in London. So what what's on your home screen or what app do you want to talk about? This app is pretty basic. Well, basic to most people, I guess. But I actually use uh, chess.com. Uh, mm. They have a specific app, like their own, uh, what's it called, branded app that they give to people to, I guess, play chess online. And the one thing that I love about it is this uh, feature called Tactics. That allows you to practice different chess scenarios that's been played by all these uh, grandmasters, masters in the past. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's a good way to increase your... I'm not sure if it does increase your intelligence, but it does help uh, help you improve your problem-solving skills. That's cool. So do you play against other people, or is it just against the computer? Uh, so I play against other people every single nice. day. But, you know, it's just, I just wanted to highlight the tactics, the tactics feature, sorry to most people, which is, you know, you don't need to have the pressure of playing with somebody else. Yeah. You go through the cool. motions and just improve yourself. And are the tactics, uh, if I understand correctly, are
0: these, these they set up a board in a moment in time where you have to figure out the right move? Or, or how does
1: it actually work? Picture like a game's been played for, say, five minutes, and you're about to checkmate someone. They would put the, put the pieces mm-hmm. into the right position, and they simply tell you, make the right decision here. And if you mm. make the right decision, you get points, your score gets higher. If you make the wrong one, you get to see what the right choices are and learn from that experience. And I feel like uh, mm. a lot of founders would also benefit from this sort of thinking. That's cool. It's, it's, uh, both, both
0: like intellectually stimulating, but also it's, it's a good way probably to like decompress from work and the, in the, the LCD, exactly. well, I guess a different type of LCD, um, Cool. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, Aaron. Thanks for breaking the ice. Yeah, too. Sure. I have, Looks like Adam is coming on, but take care, man. Okay, you too, man. I, I believe his name is, username is Amin underscore F underscore Hey, so welcome to this
2: ad hoc podcast. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. Where are you calling from? So I'm calling to, from the Memphis. Right now I'm in Memphis, and in next week, I believe I will be in LA. Oh, nice. What brings yeah. you to L.A.? So I'm coming to meet up with some potential investors because right now we're raising funds and they got interested. So hopefully we'll see. Nice. Nice. And so what's what app do you want to talk about? What's on your
0: home screen so, that more people should know about?
2: Yeah, I will talk about my lifesaver. It's a Zoom. Zoom meetings. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it. I've
0: heard of the Zoom. What What's your yep. favorite feature or, or what do you love about it?
2: So, my favorite feature is that we can, you know, synchronize it with Outlook, with Gmail, and that works awesome. And also, mm-hmm. it's a base meeting app for the sta- startups. I think so. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty cheap and has a lot of features. Another meeting application which i want to tell is appear.in. Mhm. Which so i've i've used that as well. It's not as popular
0: as Zoom, but what's i guess how are they different in your mind or, or do you use them for different use cases?
2: Yes, so why i love appear.in because it's just link. It's a chrome, you have chrome extension, chrome extension. Mm-hmm. You just click and that's it. Magic happens. Hmm. And, you know, but, you know, mobile app sucks, to be honest. You know, it's, once you're in that mobile app, your phone just dies. I don't know why, yeah. but it, so it sucks. But overall, desktop application is fine.
0: Going back to Zoom, um, there's, a, there's a feature that, well, if you look at the preferences and the settings of Zoom, a lot of people don't know about this feature. Do you know about the, I forget exactly what they call it, but it's like
2: a face touch-up fe- feature. Have you heard of that? No, I didn't. But, uh, last time, you know, I used Zoom. I connected my smart TV to the Zoom to become mm. Zoom connector. So I use my TV as a display, you know, for the A computer. giant screen. So,
0: yeah. so maybe... Maybe the people that are, are on the other end, maybe they'll need this touch up feature. So for those that, that don't know, if you go into settings, you can actually use a, a slight face filter, um, which, you know, uh, for those that are maybe like more self conscious on video, I, I certainly am sometimes, um, like right now. And it actually does like a slight touch up on a uh, filter effect. So it'll like remove some blemishes, maybe some of the bags under your eyes. Um. <laughs> And no one will know. It's so subtle that no one will no one will notice. I I don't use it though because I worry that someone will notice and then they'll judge me. So um, <laughs> uh, I, I leave it off. Well, thanks for thanks for the tip. Um, we'll we'll have some more people jump on. Take care. Good, yep. Safe travels. Thank you. Mm-hmm, you. Bye bye. All right. See ya. Mm-hmm. Hello. All right. You're on in a couple seconds here. I'm doing I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing really well. Thank you. Awesome. Where are you calling from? I'm actually
1: uh, in Spain right now, in Barcelona.
0: Jeez, okay. So we're, we've been all over the board here. We're like all over the world.
1: General categories on my phone. I think ultimately, besides the general messenger uh, phone, um, Apollo for Reddit is incredible.
0: Apollo? I haven't heard of that. Uh, yeah, so to Reddit, what does it do? Uh,
1: it, it's basically just an app just for running Reddit. But it, it's an amazing mm. alternative to the actual native platform. It's, uh, it
3: gives a new user interface, which a lot of mobile-based users uh, find preferable to the average Reddit user interface. Um, Mm. I'm actually Eli, Adam's brother. We're here together, and I'm a user interface and user experience designer, and out of all apps I've seen, this is really taking a leap in the right direction, and I think we'll see Mm. a lot of apps taking similar steps because at the end of the day, we all are consuming uh social media copious amounts constantly and if there's a better more natural way that seems more fitting for users they will tend to go to that so as soon as branch yeah. uh, other brands allow third-party app development once they again get-
0: oh no we lost we lost adam midway through i'm sure we have a few other like redditors here um let's see we have looks like marlin hey ryan how's it going i'm doing well where are you calling from I'm calling from Ohio right now. Ah, oh, okay. So we got some in the U.S. Finally. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's what? What app do you want to talk about? What's on? What do you love? What's in your home screen?
3: One that I've had open a lot lately is called Real Time. Hmm. I haven't heard of it. But what does it do? It's really cool. It's like it's this ability to create events, um, kind of in the moment. So I can just say, "Man, like I want to go out to lunch in this area or whatever." I don't mm. have to invite people. It happens organically. So people just, uh, other people who are in the app might see, oh, someone wants to go to launch. Can I join in? And I'm like, sure. It's a lot better mm. than sending a calendar invite. A lot of times I have no idea what my friend's emails are. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah. it's There have been a number of different apps
0: trying to solve that, that use case. The thing that's, um, like calendar invites feel too heavy. The, the The current kind of process for a lot of people is like texting a bunch of friends, but then if you don't hear back, you don't know what to do and there's like this weird social anxiety thing where if you know should I be messaging my my friend what do they they don't respond? Does that mean they don't they don't like me um, exactly <laughs> Do you use it for like your closest friends or like your your acquaintances or how do you what types of people do you use it with
3: that's the funny thing it's I think it started off more with close friends but Um, because there's more people on the platform, it's become an organic way to make friends, which is super hard as an adult, (laughs) like outside of college, outside of work, you don't really Mm -hmm. meet people, but Mm -hmm. with real time, you'll have people just say like, Oh, like, would it be cool if I tag in? And I'm like, well, yeah, we're going to see Avengers. Sure. Join on. So it's been pretty cool.
0: I'm actually a part of, of various, um, Facebook messenger groups and they get really noisy and, and I have to meet them sometimes, but some of them, one of them is, uh, for movies. It's basically a bunch of people who like to go to movies. And yeah. when people go to movies and they want, you know, or opening it up to other people to join, they just throw them in a message and say, Hey, Friday, we're going to see the Avengers. You want to come? So it's sort of solving for that use case, but like verticalizing it in that, that particular use case or, or, um, activity.
3: Yeah. And also the events can expire when you're done with them. So it's like, okay, we went and saw Avengers, that group expires. I don't have to worry about people keep messaging and it gets annoying, but you get to mm-hmm. retain the friends so you can link up later. Really good for like big parties too. If there's 200 people, you can still keep in touch with the people you actually met in person. I call it like an IRL app.
0: Yeah. Have you heard of IRL calendar?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I you didn't. With I don't it?
0: know. I didn't like it as much. I haven't played with it, so I, I don't have really a perspective. But it was an interesting concept too. It was kind of doing what you're describing, but also, um, I believe, trying to merge it more into to like kind of the way that people use
3: calendars. So sort of a hybrid of, of both kind of. Uh, yeah, that was the thing. It felt so much like a calendar and it was like mm-hmm. not, it didn't feel very social at all. And it was very much just more friends based.
0: Yeah. Super cool.
3: Thanks. I, so this is why I like doing
0: this because I get to learn more about apps and products and, and things, um, that I might want to check out. So thanks yeah. for having on, Marlon. Definitely. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Take care, dude. Let's get
4: Nico on here.
0: Hey, Nico, how you, how's it going?
2: Hey, pretty good, Ryan.
4: How's it going?
0: Where are you calling from?
4: I'm calling from the Chicago Techstars office.
0: Ah, nice. Are you in Techstars right now?
4: Yeah, we uh, we just finished the last cohort from a company called Speco. <clears throat> nice. nice.
0: Yeah, what, but what's one... Your, um, well, I guess you're, you're, you're going to be careful what you say, but how, how did it go?
4: <laughs> what's your
0: one <laughs> sentence like, uh, descriptor of, of your experience
4: at Techstars? Really liked it. The biggest benefit for us has been forced to work alongside shoulder to shoulder with these other companies who are succeeding like we are, but also struggling with the same struggles. That's by far the best part.
0: Yeah. That's that's the social accountability side of things, whether it's um, building a company, fitness, uh, health, um, really anything, um, anything that's challenging can be really powerful. Yeah. So what, what app do you have in mind that you want to
4: share? One app that I'm uh, picking up on now is uh, well, I'm trying to get back into music. In, in high school and college, I played a lot of music and guitar with some friends. And so I'm trying to pick it b- back up now. And so one one of the interests of my, I'm interested in is, is violin. And so I've been using this app called Trawl recently. So it's kind of like these these apps like Musician or something where it listens to how you play and then gives you some feedback and it, it shows you how to tune the violin and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. This is based on one of my interests in, in improving my music skills, but it's really fun. And I'm pretty excited about the future of these apps that can help you learn music or different kinds of skills. Mm-hmm.
0: How, how does it work? Is it, is it um, I don't wanna make assumptions, like when you're playing the violin, how does it support or, or help you learn how to do it better?
4: Well, I think violin is unique because you can really, it's really important to be playing the right exact note. So it gives you that feedback. And it shows mm-hmm. you if you're on the note or if you're not, and it helps you correct that in real time. So it's listening to you, and then it gives you some lessons, and you can play along with it. So that's why it's so fun. That's cool. Do you publish any of your music online? No, you don't publish it, but it's, it's just helping you learn. It's, it's really designed for beginners and more intermediates, but that's a cool idea, maybe publishing your progress well, I'm thinking
0: back to social accountability and, and maybe there's an angle there to, um, yeah. uh, encourage people to share and uh, support each other, you know, as they're learning the violin. I could have used something like that for the guitar back in the day. And in college, I, I try to teach myself how to play the guitar and I got to the point where I could play a few chords and get through like maybe half a song, but I, I ended up churning and sort of hit a roadblock <laughs> and gave up.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's no hard to, to stay with it. For it for so. Me. <laughs> yeah. hey you can pick it up later and you should try violin yeah that's a that's a, not the most typical
0: um guitar guitar is like the stereotypical college guy instrument <laughs> cool, Nice. yeah thanks nico thanks for coming on dude thanks uh we have uh Mehdi. so let's get Medi on here uh Mehdi, how's
5: it going very good thanks and you
0: i'm doing great where are you calling from i'm calling from switzerland Switzerland. Man, we're, we've had more people outside the US in this call. Um, which <laughs> I wouldn't expect considering the time zone. I think it's almost three o'clock, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Um, uh,
5: it's, it's actually midnight right now.
0: Nice, nice. Everyone stays up way later than I do. Yeah. So what, what app do you want to talk about?
5: It's named Hang the DJ. <laughs> Whoa, that
0: sounds aggressive. What is that?
5: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the name obviously comes from, um, the Netflix series black mirror and mm. the goal of the app basically is to help you to connect in an office with all your colleagues and uh, basically synchronize the music everybody everybody can choose a song and then uh, you can basically hear the music with um, um, everybody in the office and that's really cool hmm. and it's called hang the dj i yeah. i don't know if i saw that episode of black mirror
0: i thought i saw them all or maybe i just forgot is it So obviously, Turntable is one of the OG kind of social music listening apps that a lot of people remember fondly. Is it
5: similar to that? I I never tried that app, so I I couldn't tell. But basically, Mm. you you just synchronize your your, uh, Spotify account, and everybody in the office does the same. And then you have a board where everybody can share their own music and search for it. And then you have a list, and uh, you're just waiting for your music to be upvoted. And once it is, uh, Mm. you're like played out in the office that's cool yeah. and do you work in a, a centralized office or you a distributed team a distributed team but uh, it's kind of a co-working space out here in switzerland we are a few startups working there so uh we, mm-hmm. we like to enjoy the the vibes and and listen to a few music of of all the the styles so everybody can mm-hmm. share those musics there so it's really cool yeah i'm I'm a huge music fan, and one thing I love
0: about music um that it sounds like this app kind of supports is like music is this thing that'll bring people together and it also mm-hmm. divides people to some extent too but uh more <laughs> so it brings people together over like common. who's can you what kind of music are you into or, or are there some artists
5: that you really love uh yeah i i am I'm, I'm listening a little bit at every different style but uh i'm I'm really into electronic uh at the time or mm-hmm. house music so uh, I really love this artist, which is not really known. Its name is Petit Biscuit. Uh, it's uh, I don't know if you heard about him. Yes, I guess the the my my English pronunciation Petit, Petit Biscuit.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yes. Yes.
5: <laughs> actually, I, actually he's him. coming from I've seen him Switzerland live a
0: few times. Okay. Nice. Yeah, he. I'm a big fan of his music. Um, he's probably one of my top ten artists, and I've kind of fallen in love with in the past year or so. Um, wow. really talented
5: guy yeah okay yeah love 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 his music love his vibes. so yeah really cool
0: <laughs> nice okay we'll, we should do another series on just like music recommendations here um <laughs> but thanks for jumping on Medi. Appreciate it. thank you
1: aaron is back how's it going man so uh hey guys so i wanted to join again because i totally forgot this app that i use every single day so i'm not sure if you're a huge fan of anime brian but there's this app called Crunchyroll that is essentially the Netflix for anime. I'm not sure.
0: I visited their site, but I'm not a big anime person, so I haven't really used it myself. What? Um, I think it's it's a, been around a while, right? It's How have you used it?
1: So, uh, yeah, it has been around a while. I think it first started as an illegal anime streaming site, and somehow they became legal. Hmm. So uh, what I currently do is... I guess I just use it to discover new anime. It's sort of like a Netflix mm-hmm. where you don't really know what to watch and you simply just put on what's on there. Nice. What's
0: your favorite
1: anime right now? Currently, it's, it's, it's one that's been released this year. It's called Kimetsu no Yaiba. Yaiba. I think I got mm. the pronunciation down, but I don't want to spoil it. But if you were to watch this, Ryan, I think, uh, you would be, you would be out of work for like a whole week. <laughs> it's just so intense. Is it? Is it a action
0: comedy? How would you uh, describe so it? So
1: it's actually, I guess, horror, action, thriller. Mm. Uh, like the first episode is so intense. Like if I were to explain one bit of it, it would spoil the entire thing. Yeah. So you know, but you know, I highly recommend you watch it if you want to get into anime this year. Yeah, I I, I wanted to get into anime, and I did. So
0: I got into Death Note a little bit. I, I probably watched, I don't know, 20 episodes or so. Not not the full um, series, but really got into Death Note for a while. It was really fascinating. I thought a lot of the the questions that they were, like, implicitly asking the audience of, like, the morality of the whole situation was really fascinating. And I think also just in, in the, the flow of the story arc and how each episode had a twist or, or some sort of cliffhanger that kept me going, <laughs> wanting more and more. It was like,
1: it was brilliant. I I binged on that for a couple weeks straight. And you know, you actually did yourself a favor by stopping at twenty episodes because uh after that point, like the other half of Death Note, everything just goes downhill in my opinion. It it started to repeat itself. It felt like it was uh lost some of its magic in the second half. Everyone watching this chat, please get Crunchyroll and improve (laughs) your life. Nice. And and kill your productivity. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for coming on.
0: No pressure
6: at all. All right. So you are live right now. How you, how you doing? Hi, Ryan. I'm calling from Munich. Munich. Nice. Cool. We haven't yeah, had anyone from Munich Germany. yet. Nice. What's,
0: yeah. uh, what do you want to share? What
6: app you, do you want to tell everybody about? One app I really like um, is yodel So it's used by pretty much every student here in Germany. And I really don't understand why it's not that known internationally. You can talk about news, ask about help, whenever you need it, talk about funny and intimate things. And you can do all that because it's completely anonymous. So it's hyper-local. You can just talk to uh, people who are within one kilometer or so mm. away from you. And you can talk about anything that's um, local. So we, um, And you have channels, so you can talk just with people from your university. And uh, you can share things. For example... um from the uh, last years of the university that you know normally wouldn't share because um, you aren't supposed to, but as it's anonymous, mm-hmm. you can share anything and you can just talk about anything. So really cool. Interesting. So, I- I'm not sure how well known Yik Yak was internationally. Did yeah. Do you know Yik Yak? Yeah, I heard about it and I I used it a few years back and I always asked myself why doesn't have its success. So um, yeah and then a few years later Yodel came in came in Germany and it worked. So that concept yeah, but, of I mean, really works. Yeah the the, the concept um,
0: especially about four or five years ago anonymous apps sort of blew up actually around the same time Secret was was uh, you know yeah. came to rise and both Secret and Yikak ran into a lot of abuse and bullying challenges. Do you see much of that on or any of that on Yodel?
6: No, so it has a moderation system, so when you get uh, enough karma, when people like your posts anonymously, um, you can moderate it. And if you flag mm. posts, the moderation, it goes through several moderators, and they flag it or say, no, it's okay. So And that works quite well here. I'm really sure that uh, apps like this will expand to every country in the world. That's,
0: that's really interesting. It's uh, it, Anonymous is one vehicle for people to tell the truth and, and be honest and open about um, either things that they are not comfortable sharing or things that they just like, yes. cannot for even legal purposes. So I, I'm, I'm optimistic someone will figure out some vehicle to allow people to trust themselves more freely because Twitter, Definitely. as much as I love it, um, there's a lot of things that I cannot say um, or rather would not prefer to say because it's just going to yeah. get me in trouble or the nuance, the lacking of nuance may, um, you know, cause problems. Um, I'm, I'm very curious about that space, and, and I'll have to check out you. That's cool. All right. All right. So, Austin,
7: you're live. What's up, Ryan? How's it going?
0: Hey, I'm doing well. Where are you calling from?
7: Uh, San Francisco. Moved here uh, like three weeks ago.
0: Oh, congrats. Congrats. Just like Thank basically you. the time, <laughs> same time I left San Francisco almost. Yeah, uh, yeah. What yeah, brought yeah, you I to San that. Francisco?
7: Absolutely co-founding a company. Uh, My co-founder was on Long Island. I was in Portland and we're like, all right, we got to meet somewhere. SF was a place. That's
0: funny. Uh, I also, I lived in Portland for a year. So um, right before I moved to San Francisco. So Twins, what's the name of your company? (laughs) What what are you building? What's what's sort of the the one sentence description?
7: So the name of the company is Fart Inc. Um, That's no joke. (laughs) It's Fart Inc. We just like humor. And what we're building is called Button Shortcuts. It's an app on the Mac App Store that helps people learn how to use their programs more efficiently. So right now we teach like shortcuts, yeah, yeah. but we're uh, looking to expand beyond that. Cool. That's the most ridiculous
0: and awesome name. So what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, what app other than your own, what app do you want to talk about? What, what do you want to share?
7: So on my home screen, there's one app on my phone. Um, it's called Pillow and it's a, basically like a sleep tracker. So Apple Watch. <laughs> And it records things like heart rate, movement throughout the night. And like from that, it imperfectly tries to throw together an idea of how well I slept. But um, yeah, the only reason why it's the only thing on my home screen is so when I wake up, I'm not distracted by notifications or any other things going on. So I can kind of just start my day with, all right, how well did I sleep? And then go from there.
0: Yeah, you're, you're way more disciplined than I am. Uh.
7: <laughs> not really. No it's, it's, it's all hacks, you know, just trying to get the beast to do something. Yeah. Have you tried different apps, other sleep tracking apps? Uh, so I tried a few free trials of things, and Pillow was the one that like I kind of gravitated towards. So I paid like the five bucks to get the full experience. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that use the Aura Ring. Have you heard of it? No, no, I'm not familiar.
0: It's a ring, uh, hence the name Aura Ring, that you wear. And it uh, tracks, tracks all kinds of things, uh, like your heart rate and... I don't use it yet, so I don't know everything that it does. Uh, but, of course, it also tracks sleeping. So the good thing about the Aura Ring is it's it's just a ring, unlike uh, a wristband. So when you're sleeping at night, wristbands are kind of obnoxious and sort of in the way, whereas a ring is that you almost don't even notice it. Um, sure. But, yeah, I have a, a number of friends that swear by it and, and um, really love it. And the ring itself is is really well designed. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't look like some sort of geeky device. It actually looks just like a normal like almost a a fashionable ring you wouldn't know it's actually like a smart ring or it's tracking anything
7: Mm -hmm. sweet well one really great benefit of the watch is that it is like multi-functional so i also actually use it as Mm an alarm clock but rather than having sound which like ruins everyone's day right off the bat i just do like the vibrate and it's like a nice way to wake up tactily, but also not be like covering your ears like i hate this song i hear it every morning
0: you know yeah. Or some people that just use like <laughs> the everything's on fire alert uh, is the first thing they hear in the morning, which is yeah, exactly. pretty, pretty obnoxious.
7: Yeah. One funny cool. thing is if you use like the default, uh, like alarm sound and then you hear it go off in your everyday life, so you might be like, oh, shoot, am I dreaming? Am I about to wake up? You know, like, yeah, funny little thing. yeah,
0: nice. Cool. Well, thanks. Welcome to SF. Uh, cool. I don't thanks. i not say that. But welcome. yeah. <laughs> and uh, thanks for jumping on. Yeah, thank you appreciate it all right take care hey eric long time right, no so, talk i know i know we you launched last week wasn't it
8: yeah 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 we did we did thank you for helping me figure yeah, out how course. to like post something
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know well it's not very intuitive when we don't have the button on mobile so justified very it's justified okay. no it worked
8: beautifully it worked beautifully yeah we got a great like i i tweeted at you yeah we got a crazy amount of signups actually from like not just san francisco but like a lot of places that weren't you know and i thought that was really interesting and that was really cool nice nice all right so what's your home screen app and you can't say your own app
0: i mean well first you should you should plug what you're working on first, but then but then talk about what you- what is your favorite home screen app other than your own
8: it's okay i don't know i don't know if i need to plug it but um there's this cool uh app i'd say i don't know is it basic to say telegram is that basic
0: i i mean a little bit but but it's okay you can like what do you love about telegram
8: I really like Telegram. I really like Telegram and their new broadcast channels. I feel like I have a lot of friends that are doing the broadcast channels right now. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be like a genius idea to combine all those broadcast channels into like one single feed. And I know that just sounds like Twitter, but I actually feel like (laughs) it'd be interesting. And there's a lot of people that use Telegram broadcast channels but aren't on Twitter. And there's a lot more flexibility with that as well. So,
1: yeah.
8: You know,
0: I've experimented with the, the broadcast channeling stuff. I got some several hundred people following and then uh, I don't know I didn't get I didn't have the feedback loops so the thing that uh, uh, you're kind of alluding to that maybe people don't realize is telegram is kind of historically known as more like a chat room you know you set up a group and you can chat with friends or strangers but you can also broadcast only meaning no one else can actually reply and I think that's a really interesting use case but i I ended up stopping broadcasting because I don't know it, it lacks lacked any sense of community or, or collaboration or anything because I to close it off.
8: I agree. I think they need to improve it for sure, but I feel like it's like the beginning of something that's like really, really beautiful because there's so many yeah. places that use like, that just use chat apps, right, and I feel like mm-hmm. if you integrate kind of the posting into the chat app. I know that's like, it's like kind of a little bit convoluted because why not just use Twitter or use Instagram, but it's a different vibe and it's a vibe that can be like really bad and I think I agree with you, I I've, I've felt the exact same thing as you. But it also is like a different vibe in a good way, too. And I feel like you can perfect it. And I feel like Telegram should work on that.
0: All right, sweet. So I'm going to rotate through some more people. Good seeing you, Eric. Awesome. Great seeing you. Bye. All right. Take care, dude. All right. Who wants to jump on here? We got Josh. Josh from Bear Metrics. We're actually users of his products. We use it at Product Hunt. All right. I'm curious what Josh is playing with nowadays. Hey, Josh. Brian, what's up, man? Hey, so, what do you? Bet, what's
9: on your home screen? What's what app do you want to talk about? So, I, I used to spend a lot of time reading, uh, and now I don't. I spend too, I spend more time than I should uh, watching television. And uh, the app that helps me, uh, you know, binge incessantly is called Real Good. So it's like R E E L, hmm. and it tracks like all of the different like you know Netflix, Hulu, like there's dozens of uh, data sources and you just say like track whatever tv shows and it will tell you when there's a new episode Mm. so you know if you're tracking like a dozen different shows then you know you you stay on top of it and don't uh miss out or realize like oh there's like five new episodes of this thing that i've watched last season so yeah i just found
0: out on netflix that um she's gotta have it season two just released i don't know if anybody's seen have you seen the first season i have not it's it's a good show. It's worth seeing. Uh, wh- yeah. What what uh, which TV shows are you tracking on? Real good.
9: So it's um like lately it's been I've been binging uh, Community like rewatching that. Then like Brooklyn Nine Nine. There's uh, this new it's like series on National Geographic called The Hot Zone, um, which is based mm-hmm. off this book. It's about like viruses that like eat the world. Um, Have you seen Chernobyl? By the way. I, so it's, it's on my list to, to, to watch i'm stoked to watch
0: yeah. it it's good um, it's like the show, it. don't know it's a four-part mini series. it's really well done yeah yeah that's that, that kind of stuff's my jam nice nice yeah, all right dude. good seeing you josh thanks for joining yep, you in. Too, ryan later all right take care all right we'll get maz here and
10: hey buddy you can everyone can hear you right now
0: dude this yep, is incredible
10: when we when we first got into Meerkat, you remember the idea of like uh, mirror to mirror, where we were like yeah. FaceTiming people in. This is an incredible yeah. execution by Twitter. Yeah, they called it a cameo back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we, when we yeah. the first few weeks it came out, we would literally facetime someone else on a friend's phone and like hold it up in the top left corner. It was a super yeah. hacky way to do it, but it was like the most fun, the most fun execution. So th- is the is the, the yeah. prompt and game for this like what's a app on your home screen that you love? Yep, that you love. That it's not super obvious. So I least, at least oh,
0: something so less can't be kind like of. Uh... Well, it, can't, it can be talk TikTok, but you gotta talk about like something.
10: You're you're a really insightful guy. Like what what is magical about TikTok? Oh, dude, TikTok is the best social thing on the planet right now. There, it mm-hmm. it is made uh, the it's. You talk about summer camp feelings all the time, and like one of the best things about summer camp mm-hmm. is like you have the uh, you have the uh, permission to feel goofy and and weird and uh and yeah not have to feel embarrassed about it and they've created one of the only places where being goofy and weird is actually celebrated like it is explicitly mm-hmm. about being cringe like they've made cringe cool and any property yeah. that can hold that for a long time as opposed to the one about bragging is uh i think is an incredible incredible place i think their video editing tools are amazing i think like it feels like one of the most authentic places for internet content. You just breeze through it. It's addictive in a way that like, I think is weird and it's fun. But mostly yeah. it's like the, the fact that they've lowered the bar on cringe. Like The kids that are using it post embarrassing shit about themselves in a way that like, Instagram would never enable you to do. I yeah. think that's a, that's a rare thing to accomplish.
0: And, and they've achieved it similar to what Snapchat did, but Snapchat has always been private. It's always been about between you and your friends or a couple friends privately ephemeral tiktok yeah. certainly is weird i i watch a lot of tiktok it's it's my like habit right now before i go to bed i just open up tiktok and i me too 45 minutes passes and i'm like what i gotta go to sleep this is ridiculous yeah you can
10: go <laughs> super deep in the rabbit hole it's like made. it's like the internet rabbit hole for me right now productivity yeah, wise t- yeah. tiktik is really good ironically not tick-tick. tiktok tiktik i don't know uh, like product, it's like todoist or, or any other like sort of uh, great lists app but it allows you to do it with friends. Um, it's the best one I've mm. seen so far. So it's like I'll have uh, my wife on there, my partners on there, and we'll share like to-do lists and work like that. And it's just like a super incredible way of uh, nailing uh, like work lists and productivity. Mm. Lightweight, easy to maintain, uh, swipeable, beautiful, fast. Tick-tick's epic. Tick-tick. Tick-tock, um, tick-tick. Nice. I know, I'm staying, I'm staying on. Somebody asked like what are the geopolitical ap- applications of tick-tock. I think it's like The first time we've ever seen a a Chinese product that is, like, so far ahead of the U.S. competition.
0: Mindy was actually very similar to TikTok and so to Musical.ly, but before Musical.ly and TikTok.
10: Caught up with Gregoire not long ago because he was the guy that did YOLO, the app that's blown up on on Snap.
0: He's an incredible
10: product guy. And he's already he's always known how to build this amazing tools and be ahead of the ter- curve. If you look at Mindy's first version versus TikTok's, it's almost identical. Yeah. But what he yeah, missed was the social economy. Like, if you ever listen to the guys behind Musically and uh, Alex, who did it, he and Josh Elman did one of the best conversations I've ever heard on like building social economies. It's like truly mm. one of the most incredible and having people have the opportunity to become famous, like the social equivalent of the American Dream. They nailed it. Yeah. Totally. Love you, dude. All
0: right, man. Thanks for having Continue. me on. Yeah. Congrats again. See you,
10: dude. Right on. Bye. Lori,
0: are you there?
11: Yeah, I'm here. Hey.
0: Hey, it worked. How are Yay. you doing? <laughs>
11: um, so, this is less useful and more time suck, um, but I guess TikTok counts as that, too. Yes, balloon's that's okay. Tower Defense is the world's most addictive game. Yeah, sorry, there it was are
0: Bloom, Bloom Tower Defense?
11: Bloons, like B-L-O-O-N-S. They're on number six, mm. Um, mm. and there's infinite permutations, and you've got to get really analytical about where you place things and what powers you put on. And <laughs> I don't know, it's when I just need to like sit back and ignore everything else. That's what I do, and it's it's really fun, and it's a I don't know, it's a nice way to like get away from thinking through code.
0: yeah it's it's okay to to procrastinate i i allow (laughs) myself to with tiktok at night as i mentioned already how is it different than similar games or other you said it's a tower defense game
11: you basically there's a bunch of different maps and there's a path that the Hmm. balloons move down and they have different like powers and stuff and you have all these monkeys of different types that you can power up to certain levels and can do certain Mm -hmm. things to pop the balloons before they get through the path. You're supposed to basically kill them all. And I think it's different because there are so many permutations. I mean, there's like, I don't know, 20 monkeys. They each have three different powers that can be added up to five. You can only do two at a time. And then there's a bunch of like challenges each day where they only give you certain monkeys to use, and they find a way for you to spend all your time on it. It's really dangerous yes.
0: I, I well i'm a I'm a sucker for monkeys, so um <laughs> i'm I'm well, maybe I shouldn't check it out i'll try try to avoid it maybe
11: <laughs> yeah, it's probably Thanks. better for your productivity, but if you need something fun, highly recommend
0: awesome. All right, thanks for killing all of our productivity uh, this weekend, Lori. No
11: problem. <laughs> all
12: right, I'll see you later. Yeah, bye. Let's talk to Clay. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. This is awesome. About crypto wallets for a second. So I I work for a, a crypto company um, and deal with sort of the experience of managing custody of assets a, a bunch. And mm-hmm. um, I think we all know like. MetaMask is sort of the canonical web plugin um, that folks Mm -hmm. use to manage self-custody of assets. You have things like um, uh, Coinbase hosted wallet solutions. And the big problem with the non-custodial ones is that um, you have to write down a seed phrase and um, there's no way to sort of manage transactional limits on, um, on funds moving in and out of the wallet. And so mm-hmm. there's this new one that I've, um, I've come across called Argent um, that is a smart contract based wallet that in lieu of having to write down a seed phrase, um, they just have a set of guardians. So contacts mm-hmm. within your phone book that you can designate to help in the recovery of um, your, your private key. If it's ever lost, so it like gets a- a rid of this terrible user experience of having to write down, you know, twelve or twenty-four words uh, and store them in a safe place. Um, plus, mm-hmm. you can put things like daily spending limits on it, so you can treat it almost like a checking account. Uh, in conjunction with like a hardware wallet, if you want so- more secure self custody. So that's pretty. Strange.
0: Yeah, I've seen similar examples of that. Actually, Facebook has a password recovery kind of mode or, or feature where you can actually designate. Certain people, if you get locked out of your Facebook account, like five friends of yours that can all validate that, yes, Ryan is actually Ryan Hoover, and he can now get access to his account that he may have lost access to. That's kind of an interesting social social key. I don't know. Maybe there's a term for it that I'm not familiar with, but web social of trust. way to validate. Yeah, web of, web of trust, trust or something.
12: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The other cool thing that they've done is, uh, in lieu of having to share like a uh, hexadecimal address to have folks send funds to you, um, they've integrated what's called the ENS or Ethereum naming system where you can have like clay.eth um, and then just send that as the address and people can send funds to it. So you don't have that like really nervous, almost heart stopping moment of like uh, making sure you wrote down the, the address correctly and sending funds. So, you know, yeah. just trying to, uh, mm. I, I don't um, have a personal stake in the team, but I, I've been using it for the past couple of weeks. And I think it's really slick with respect to the user experience.
0: Nice. super cool thanks for coming on dude the goal this was an experiment to see can we do a podcast that's sort of community driven that doesn't require so much work like scheduling and travel and everything else and focus it on a very specific thing which is you know home screen app so maybe we'll do it again and focus it on other topics maybe products that you purchase physical products you love Uh, maybe productivity tools tools you use in your, your workplace or startups thanks everybody i'll see you later
11: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Product Hunt Radio. I've got a favor to ask you. Will you take a minute to review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us right now? Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, share the podcast with your friends on Twitter and tag a guest you'd like to hear in a future episode. See you soon.